Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. Oh, um, I'm David C. Robertson. That's correct. We have a guest <laughs> host tonight from the DC On Screen Podcast. Uh, we have David C. Robertson is with us. Howdy, y'all. Yay! I would clap, but I think my yeah. back would break. I, I would clap, but I don't. it would seem oddly... Uh, Self-indulgent. Yeah, yeah. It's a self-serving. <laughs> yeah, don't clap for yourself. Yeah. No one would have known, though. I, I wouldn't have called you out on it. Okay, I probably would have called you out on it. Now I kind of want to. Yes. <laughs> All right, everybody. We had a, we have a little some scheduling issues this week with me and Jeff, so Jeff could not be here, and... Uh, so I'm filling in for Matt. Dave is, uh, <laughs> Dave's filling in for me, and I'm filling in for Jeff. That's how um, that's working. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a little complicated. Uh uh, you guys are used to the deep continuity. Uh, it's, a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. I'm taking up the mantle of Captain America, and he's taking up the mantle of Falcon. Right. Or Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> wrong universe, man. Wrong no, man. universe. It's never the wrong universe for me, man. <laughs> yeah, so if you you guys hear hear the voice of those smoothing, sultry tones of Dave over here, yep. if you're enjoying that, that voice, uh, you should check out the DC On Screen podcast. Available where all fine podcasts are sold. Right, or given away freely. Yeah, <laughs> truth, truth. Um, all right, all right. Well, let's dig in to our news. I think the biggest news... T big movie news. Mm-hmm. Ant Man and the Wasp has been scheduled for July sixth, twenty eighteen. I am excited for that because I really liked Ant Man. Yeah. Um, I can't help but wonder if it's a wise move for Marvel. Why is that? Um, because why the, is that? <laughs> Ant Man didn't do very well financially. I know they didn't make they didn't like make it for like a ton of money. Well, they also did better than they did in the first Captain America movie. That's true. Like, it didn't do Avengers money, but it's right. not an Avengers movie. Right. Um, you know, I just, I remember all these all these articles out there saying that, like, oh, we finally run out of, you know, we finally got into the superhero fatigue, no one cares, and yeah. Zack Snyder's being a dick and saying it's the flavor of the week, and I'm like, you haven't even seen it, you jackass. <laughs> I think that, we, we've talked about that Zack Snyder stuff a lot the last couple weeks. Did you? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember you guys talking um, about that. The, and, 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 yeah, Zack, Zack Snyder's... Bad comments about um, about Ant Man, but I just don't think it's not my favorite MCU movie. Mm-hmm. And I think it would have been better with Edgar Wright. I think it would have been a more original movie. Um, it felt a little, but I still, when I think about those characters, I'm excited to see what happens to those characters next. You know? Yeah, I don't. Aside from a few um, artistic flourishes, I don't think it would have been very different with Edgar Wright. Maybe, um, especially considering that. God, I wonder if um, that Avengers bunker scene was was why he walked away like he didn't want to shoehorn that into the movie i i i would think so but there's apparently there were apparently a lot of differences yeah uh, in the scripts because he he wrote that script before the mcu existed right um and his script had had to have some major changes that he just decided he couldn't deal with and i have a feeling that that avengers bunker scene is probably one of the major ones that was like <laughs> oh no i'm not gonna just like pimp a falcon toy in the middle of my Ant-Man right. movie, you know? And, um, you know, oh, no, my, I don't want to change the fact that my script references that he's the first superhero ever 15 times. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know. Which, to true. be honest, <laughs> it, it, he could have, they could have easily said he was one of the first, because right. he, Captain America would have predated him, but, you know, Hank Pym was still... Yeah, 
I mean, it's still there. In this, much in the same way, we can, you know, somewhat claim that we have two of the first superhero podcasts because there just there isn't that much in history yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Two uh, MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe podcasts and the DC On Screen podcast. Your first superhero podcasts. The two firsts yeah. ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> well. I just I I, I liked Ant Man. Um, yeah, it, it was did, again did. not my favorite, but it didn't do that poorly. It beat the first Captain America, okay. the first Thor, the first Hulk. Like it beat a lot of those. So if they come out with Ant Man and the Wasp, right? It could it could be that that's just as uh, j- it it might ratchet up the same way those yeah. others have. No, so. I I was I was really happy to hear about that um, announcement because I was worried. Everyone was talking about how poorly it was doing. And then I started doing the DC podcast and lost track of a lot of Marvel news. And you were like, yeah, I guess that ship's sinking. I'm jumping over here on the DC train. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, um, it, you know, you just, you devote so much time to, to doing a One very show. specific type of podcast. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with the other, yeah. you know, the other guys yeah. are doing. I'm like, well, I would love to watch these trailers for Marvel, but I've got like 15 DC trailers to get to. So. Well, I gotta say, there's a good way you can keep up with all of that. <laughs> By listening to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We can dance it all do. for you. And I do. <laughs> you guys have become integral to my life. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I'm no, completely serious. Great. Like, well, I, thanks, to- man. I totally just listen to you guys for all my Marvel news. I'm like, I've, I've got the DC side was, of this. I do the same thing for you with you. That's awesome. All right. Circle jerk. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Speaking about Ant-Man and the Wasp being announced, Brian Bills- Bilsma... On uh, Facebook says four new Phase Three films include, which we didn't mention yet, but including Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm so mm-hmm. excited! It's so crazy. If this is it and Phase Three ends in 2020, I will be 30 years old. As an 18 year old in 2008, watching the cool looking Iron Man movie, I never thought I would get this huge and connected. I love it. You young bastard! <laughs> In twenty twenty, I'll be thirty. Oh, uh, yeah, we're 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 much older than you. Uh, as for the th- <laughs> as for the three new untitled films, do you think they will add n- any new characters, or do you think they will be sequels? I'm thinking Guardians three, Doctor Strange two, and Spider Man two. Hmm. So they didn't actually like name the no. Any movies? They said there's going to be three new. Uh, so the, in the same announcement, they said Ant-Man and the Wasp is scheduled for 7-6-2018. Okay. Which is going to move Black Panther forward to February 16th, 2018. And it's going to move Captain Marvel back mm-hmm. to March 8th, 2019. <laughs> uh, so they're all shuffling. Yeah. They're, they're shuffling it around to fit in Ant-Man and the Wasp, they're which like, is pretty crazy. No, <laughs> no need to go ahead and rush that first female superhero out. DC's going to have us beat with War- Wonder Woman. Yeah, just well, push it back. The thing is, they're, they're, they're scooting it back, but they're putting Ant Man and the Wasp there, so I know. we're getting a female superhero at the same time. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, they also announced that three MCU films are going to. Ha- they said they put benchmarks on the dates: mm-hmm. May first, twenty twenty, July tenth, twenty twenty, and November sixth, twenty twenty. Right. Um, he mentioned that being the end of Phase Three. I think the end of Phase Three might happen before that. 
because mm-hmm. 2019, I believe, is when the last Infinity War movie is coming out. I thought it was 2020, but I'm not sure. You may be right. You may be right. Gosh. They keep shuffling it around. Like, I just yeah. go to the movie theater every week and look at the posters and go, okay, no no new comic book people. Yeah. I... <laughs> I, I I'm actually a little fuzzy on what's coming first and say I need I need to ask somebody to keep a good we should probably do that on our website seeing as that's what we yeah. do uh, keep a running uh, what's coming tally because right. now I'm I'm a little confused about what's coming at this point that's actually a really good idea yeah I think I think we'll try to we'll try to get that up yeah um, I'm gonna talk to Jason about that see what he thinks yeah <laughs> that's my co-host over on the um, never mind yeah 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 Jason that's <laughs> a DC on screen podcast. Um, that's a good call. Yeah, we'll we'll do it for our respective universes, right? Um, so uh, there's all this shuffling around, and there's also been reports this week that the Inhumans movie is going to be canceled. Yeah, I saw that, and a lot of people are like, I just keep seeing headlines that say Agents of Shield killed Inhumans. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. It sounds like bullshit. There's been no <laughs> there, there there definitely been no direct uh, official sources saying it that I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, there, but there were a lot of articles saying it, but I just, I haven't seen any official sources and, uh, it just the, the idea that agents of shield killed it is yeah. stupid. Well, I, I there's feel no like way that Jeff Loeb and the people in TV did that without the knowledge of right. the, the movie universe. And uh, okay. I apologize for anyone this offends, but I feel like the Marvel fanboys take every opportunity to shit on agents of shield. Yeah, they kind of do. And, uh. I mean, it's unfortunate. The, 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 I mean, it's not the best show that Marvel produces, but I mean, yeah. it's still pretty good. It's better than like 90, 95%, 98% of everything else is on TV. I will say, I do think Daredevil's probably better. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Daredevil's like better than any almost anything that I cover on my show. <laughs> yeah, Daredevil's my favorite yeah. ever comic book. I mean, like, it's the most. Well put together comic book show I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a high mark for them to hit. Yeah. Every week on ABC. Right. Um, they they put have to put a lot more episodes out. I agree. They yeah. have to deal with yeah. ABC and the, that whole you know. Agent Carter is better than Shield, and I feel like that's what Shield is missing. Is they just need to have their episodes cut down and just to tell a cohesive story. I get tired of like the little filler episodes. Yeah, I. I hear you. I definitely think that was the case in season one mm-hmm. because they had a lot to fill. Right. Because <laughs> they're waiting on waiting on uh, um, waiting to line up perfectly with Captain America two. Right. But ever since then, I don't feel like they've had filler episodes. They've been pretty like mm. pretty everything. Like just speaking about this week, and we, we won't get into it too much mm-hmm. spoiler because we're not there yet. But the there was almost nothing in this episode this week that didn't serve the bigger story. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with you, but at the same time, is it really a story I care about? It is a story I care about. We'll it's, we'll get into it in a few yeah, minutes with yeah. the. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into it a little harder when I can talk spoilers. Um, uh, so we saw we just saw two trailers. There's a new Jessica Jones teaser trailer where you mm. hear Kilgrave's voice and you see his face in the photos. Yeah, I'm so excited for David Tennant. Yeah, me too. Oh my god, that's that's the. Uh, Chris, Christine Ritter. Yeah, I, I like her a lot from Breaking Bad. Yeah, um, yeah. and I think she's going to be great, Jessica Jones. But having David Tennant in the show, uh, my favorite Doctor, mm-hmm. is going to put it over the put it over the line for me. I think. I mean, he's not my favorite Doctor, but yeah, he's, he is he's, mine. He's kind of close. He's he's up. He's he's he's, <laughs> he's my favorite Doctor. 
I'm um, sorry, Peter Capaldi just just stole my heart, man. Oh yeah, see, I haven't watched this season yet. The last two seasons yet. Oh man, I'm He's so good. He's I'm behind. so good. Uh, yeah, I need, I need to I need to catch up, and, and then we can have a a full discussion about that. <laughs> um, so the Daredevil trailer also dropped, which we get our first looks at Elektra and our first looks at John Bernthal's uh, Punisher. Yeah, man. It looks pretty good. It does. It. I mean, I I, I was sold like first episode of Daredevil season one. Sure. So, yeah, you you, I mean, you you knew you were gonna be watching season two. <laughs> and there was, yeah, and there were no doubt. There was I'm, no doubt. I'm so excited they're bringing in Punisher. I'm just so excited about that. And oh, yeah, oh, I mean God. it's it's just Marvel Knights, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like back in the day, yes. comic books, you know, yes. that I used to actually read. Like, <laughs> right. love it. I'm so excited. Yeah, um, this is the most, you know, this is like the DC version of Marvel, right? <laughs> it's like Daredevil and Punisher and the gritty Hell's Kitchen yeah. shit. Yeah, they're like, a little more serious. Yeah, all the, all yeah. the Hell's Kitchen stuff seems a little more, takes itself more seriously. Yeah. But it's still so fun. Like, they had so much fun in Daredevil Season 1. Mm-hmm. And uh, based on the trailers, I think that uh, Jessica Jones may be even more fun. Yeah. Uh, a little more on the funny side. I thought it was great because it kind of, it really was just a big old hawked loogie in the face of like all of those DC fans who were like, oh, we're the ones that are dark and gritty. Marvel puts out, you know, cartoons. It's like, dude, no, they're hitting every, like Marvel's hitting every like corner of the, of the market now. Yeah. And they're just, it's great. They're making just like comic books. They're making a universe that can have all of these different ki- types of stories told. Yeah, and they don't—they don't have to split it up like DC yeah. does. Now, um, I mean, I don't mean to you know demean DC fans or anything. I—I'm just one not. of those. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just one of those that I like both, and sure. I don't think there's anything wrong with liking both Marvel yeah. and DC. Um, a special thanks to Nathaniel Muzzy who posted the uh, Daredevil season two trailer on our Facebook. Uh, I think he was the first to post it, so thank you. Uh, uh, we, we didn't mention one thing uh, in this Brian Bilsma uh, feedback. He asked about uh, what do we think those three movies will be in 2020 that we oh. don't know about yet. Hmm. What do you think? What are we gonna get? Gosh, man, I don't know. I um. Hmm. He mentions uh, Guardians <laughs> three. Uh, that's probably it's very likely. a possibility. I mean, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how Guardians Two does, but yeah, I think Guardians Three is pretty darn likely. Yeah, because uh, I think we're going to get a Guardians Three either before or after Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the things that I mostly go to in my head, I'm like, oh man, and then I go, oh wait, nope, another studio owns that, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so sad. Yeah. Um. God. Um. You know what? They I, they should do a Runaways. Oh, they definitely should, yeah. I don't I think know if they... they if they've Fox never done a year without a new property. Every year they yeah. always introduce a new property and play an old property. And now that they're going to three a year, mm-hmm. starting next year, I believe, mm-hmm. or 2017. 2017, yeah. they're going to three a year, and all of those are going to be... There's going to be a new property and two old properties. So I think Guardians 3 mm-hmm. is a good idea. Uh, I think Spider-Man 2 is a good call, which he makes here. Yeah, um, yeah. Because... I, I I didn't think about that. I've been sitting here thinking about what movies mm-hmm. they're going to put, and I didn't even think about Spider Man Two because it's, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not technically not Marvel Studios making those films, but I, it's it's now it is kind of yeah. it's in the universe. Yeah, so it's in the universe. Th- that's very likely. They're going to make a ton of move uh, of money off of those. movies. Oh gosh, I can't. Civil War is only a few months away. We mm-hmm. have all of these Marvel Cinematic Universe characters and freaking Spider Man. <laughs> I know, man. Oh. 
God, I I can't I can't think of anything I'd really. Oh, if they did, if they did, uh, if they did the Hulk movies, the um, what was it, World War Hulk? World War Hulk, yeah, yeah. Planet Hulk well, and World the, War oh, Hulk. Oh, that's another piece of news that we didn't have in the in the lineup here, but it's definitely big news. It has been announced that Thor. Uh, that Hulk is going to be in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's so good. Which means Thor's going cosmic. Oh, that's and so it, good. It said, and it specifically said he's going cosmic. They're going oh, to be on man. a planet yeah. that is not Asgard. Yes. Um, oh my god, so that's awesome. It could be that they're combining Thor Ragnarok storyline with... Or setting up. Or setting it up, oh. yeah. Putting him out in the cosmic world. Maybe he needs. Maybe he needs the Hulk's help. Oh man! Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's awesome. so good. And every that's moment so I've seen, uh, every moment I've seen of um, Thor and uh, Hulk together has been awesome. Yeah, yeah. Their fight, oh, man. their fight in the first Avengers movie was great. Take that, Edward Norton. <laughs> right. Um, their fight in Avengers one one was great. Their yeah. uh, their camaraderie a little bit in Avengers two. Um, that is real, real Actually, good. you know what I wouldn't... You know what would be really cool to see is just a solo War Machine movie. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah, you don't... Or a Falcon movie. I don't yeah. know. As much as I like the Falcon, I think he operates great as a sidekick mm. of Captain America. I just love his... Well, if they're going to the set same him thing up... As, I do the same thing as him, just slower. Yeah, if... <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that's good. Um, but if they're going to set him up as the next Captain America, which I don't know, that's who he is right now in the comics. So I wouldn't be surprised if they just skipped over Bucky completely. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I've, I've said that before on the show, but I think it's beautiful that they have... Okay, so everyone was... Okay, a spoiler alert for comic books from 30 years ago. Uh, but in the comic books, uh, uh, stuff happens. Winter Soldier takes over for Captain America. Most of you guys know that we've talked about it before. Um, and in yep. uh, in the, in those comic books as well, um, that just recently they made Falcon uh, Cap take over Captain America's shield. Yeah, and I think that is so much fun because. Now that we have two options and mm -hmm. they're both in the cinematic universe, yeah. it keeps us on our toes. Like I was a little worried they were just going to go the comic book route, but now I don't know which comic book route they're going to choose. Holy shit. What what's that, man? Okay, I bet you this is what they're going to do. I bet one of those movies is going to be a US agent movie. Cool. I don't I don't and, know US agent. Um it's basically who uh I think it was Steve Rogers. Actually, it wasn't Steve Rogers for a minute. But anyway, he was like sort of a another. He was another uh, Captain America, but they could easily condense it down and make it to where like Steve Rogers leaves, and um, like uh, Falcon becomes Captain America, and Bucky is pissed off because he feels like it was his right, and his like he feels like he should be the next Captain America. Yeah, and they, they could like, go at it. Like he could be U.S. agent or a whatever. rivalry of sorts. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah. Well, and I, I I could see that being good. Um, or he could just pretend to be Captain America and kind of have the uh, U.S. agent colors and just go after uh, Falcon America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Falcon America. <laughs> yeah. Um, he should just call himself American Falcon. It'd be cool. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I like just the Falcon, though. It's good. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> I uh, I don't know where they're gonna go, and that's what I like. I like not knowing. I, I 
certain certain plot points they couldn't get away from. But I feel like at this point in the universe, mm-hmm. because almost every story that's being told has been told multiple times with different sorts of endings and yeah, yeah, components, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're missing characters and everything, mm-hmm. I feel like from now on, I don't know where it's going. And I love that. Yeah, I... Uh, God, I'm, I'm really excited about where they're going in the Marvel, Marvel Universe. And... It's just, it's really cool. It's really cool that we have no real clue where they could go with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting. It's exciting. It's, a, it's like telling stories that are time-tested. The characters are time-tested, but right. it's the new way of telling it. Because to be honest, people don't read comic books anymore. It's yeah. sad but true. Uh, well, they do, but... <laughs> I, not that many. Um, that, that's one thing, uh, I, it's, it's, it's very popular. It's way more popular in the trade paperback. Um, sure. sure. Right now, which is like, I see people on like uh, Tumblr all the time, like posting their, um, just loads and loads of graphic novels, their collections and everything. And, but sure. it's not in the individual people don't go out of the individual like, comics. And I think they should just stop producing those altogether. They should just go huh. to, straight to trade paperback. That's an interesting um, uh, idea. But also a lot of it's like the digital downloads of comic books are, are soaring in sales way more than the print. So yeah, it's I'd all like to, I'd like moving to know, over. I'd like to know the actual numbers. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a podcast I listen to, um, Collider movie talk mm-hmm. and they often talk, they were talking about when, uh, X-Men or when, when they canceled fan, when, Marvel canceled Fantastic Four right. right before the Fantastic Four movie, and they're like, "Is this good? Try them trying to hurt the movie?" And the guys, the guys on there, always point out more people are going to listen to our podcast today than would have read Fantastic. They like literally are mm-hmm. like the downloads every day right. are better than their monthly sales of Fantastic, of Fantastic Four. Four. Yeah, um, and it just th- there's comics well Fantastic- in physical form yeah. and Fantastic Four specifically. Yeah. Um, but even the most most popular comic books aren't just aren't selling like they used to. Right, I, I would agree. Yeah, and especially on on the, on the monthly basis. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like now these cinematic universes and these television universes are the way these stories are being told. You know, yeah, they're just the new medium for them. Yeah, I, but, I mean, yeah. And yeah. I mean, back in the day, westerns were told in little, uh, you know. Penny, penny books, little penny comics mm-hmm. and stuff, and sure. then eventually they be- moved on to TV and movies, and that became the thing for thirty or forty years. Yeah, the, you know the the optimum though is that you would have a good movie that would nurture growth of the uh, the fan base, so that they'll sure. go and buy those comics. And Fantastic Four has never had that. That's true. Ever. That's true. Definitely, apparently, did not work out for them this time. Um, yep. Okay. Uh, we've got a uh, we've got some uh, for some general feedback here before we go into our spoiler section. Um, James Hewings on Facebook he is uh, says, "Hey guys, it's Yoda who from Twitter." He has posted a few things for us. Uh, most recently, he posted our uh, we had talked about uh, making this uh, from that scene where Hulk and Thor fight. Yeah, uh, we, we we mentioned making this fist bump <laughs> and. Uh, Yoda, Yoda Hugh made that for us. Thank you, Yoda Hugh. I still really like that. Very nice. Very nice. I like sir. it a lot. Um, Me hats off to you. It's sir. a it's a picture of Hulk punching Thor, and it says fist bump uh, from Avengers One. Love it. Okay. Uh, so weird, Avengers One. Ooh, so weird. It's weird to say. Yeah. Like in my head, I'm like still waiting on that Avengers movie. Oh wait, it happened twice. Yeah, but yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay. 
Uh, James Hewings, or Yoda Hughes, says, To expand on my tweets about the missing Infinity Stones, Mm. 140 characters isn't enough. Um, Do you know about the Thanos theory? Um, Maybe. Um, It's that (laughs) the six Infinity Stones, the objects that they are, are going to spell Thanos. Because you have T is the Tesseract. Oh, okay. H is is not known. A is the Ether. Okay. Um, uh, N is not known. O is the orb and S is the scepter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so N and H. So basically, we're looking for an N and an H word in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that mm-hmm. might be Infinity Stones. Could gotcha. already be there. Might be announced soon. So yeah, no, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, and it's neat. It's kind of neat and also, I mean, kind of dumb. Yeah, it's so, it's so behind the scenes. It's not like they're ever going to say it on screen. Yeah, it's Phil it Thanos. Um, if it did. Yeah. I would totally just be like, no. I'm out. It's just a nice little, like, like yeah, we've been planning this Thanos thing for a long time. <laughs> so he says, the H is theorized to be Heimdall, or the thing that gives Heimdall his ability of seeing the souls of every living thing in the universe. Oh, that's interesting. The soul gem. Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Man. That is really interesting. Good good one. Um, the necklace of Doctor Strange could be what gives Doctor Strange his powers. This could be an infinity gem. Space gem? Question mark. Could um, be, yeah. This would allow him to travel to other parts of the cosmos and open his mind. The eye of Agamotto is in Odin's vault, unless it's a copy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, on the MCU wiki, under Infinity Stones, it has Civil War and Ragnarok as the next film there will be in a stone in. Although, it does not, it does have Thor and Cap 2 on the list. I don't remember there being stones even mentioned in those movies. The Hulk passes a stone. <laughs> Fake out. <laughs> the Hulk passes a stone. Hulk hurt. That's our H. Yeah, that's our H. Hulk gets a Hulk gets a uh, kidney stone, right. and it—that's yeah, just how powerful he is. It is an Infinity Stone. Right, right. That's he great. Just pisses an Infinity Stone. Just straight up. Oh god! Don't flush! Don't flush! <laughs> we need that. Kidney uh, Stone. Thanos is waiting in the sewers. <laughs> Hands open. <laughs> it's suddenly becoming a very different movie. Thanos is into the golden showers. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Give it to me, Hulk. Give it to me. And uh, he says, love the cast, guys. Keep up the good work. More like Infinity Goblet. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, no. So, I think those are cool points. I think that I think Heimdall could be great. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see more of him. I don't know about Necklace just because in... It seems like Necklace isn't the word they'd use. I don't know. Oh, um, Amulet? Amulet, which could be A, but that's our, um, we've already got ether for that. Well, he's got that seeing eye thing. On yeah, I've never been big into into Doctor Strange. The, honestly, the most excited the I've ever Armato. been about the character is that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is playing him. Yeah, that is super exciting. But he has the all seeing eye. Yeah, of the eye of Agamotto. Agamotto, that's right. It says it's in Odin's vault, unless it's a copy. I guess that's somewhere in the. Yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, to his point, I don't remember uh, any. Uh, Infinity, Infinity Stones in Thor one or Cap two either. I think mm. that 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 sounds like that MCU wiki might be off. So, and I don't think we know. Uh, no matter what that MCU wiki says, I don't think we know where the next yeah. Infinity Stones are going to be mentioned. Right. Yet. So, 
All right, cool. I like that. Uh, Nathaniel Muzzy uh, says on Facebook, Deep continuity, bold prediction time. In Daredevil, Matt gets his powers from a chemical spill by a Rand Corporation truck. In the comics, Jessica Jones gets her powers in a car accident with a chemical truck. Mm-hmm. What if the truck on the show is also the Rand, a Rand truck? Random? Rand, no, Rand. Is it a corporation? Yeah, Rand okay. Corporation. That just um, sounds like... like Rando truck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. What if... I didn't even notice the brand. <laughs> I didn't either. Rand um, brand. Rand brand. Uh, Giving what people if, superpowers since 1989. <laughs> what if it's the same chemical or even the same accident as Daredevil? Both are in Hell's Kitchen. Now, what if the chemical was an attempt to recreate the super soldier serum mm. and is tested on a jailed Luke Cage? Mm. It would be a neat way to tie the defenders together. Just a crazy idea. Um, I don't think that the idea, if if they chose to go with that comic origin, mm-hmm. and she's also in a truck accident, I don't yeah. think it would be crazy to think that that's the same accident at all. That's that yeah. doesn't even seem like a leap to me. Yeah. Uh, but the rest is interesting, interesting, uh, bold, bold, deep continuity predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think we're going to get some tie together. I mean, we're obviously going to get some tie together with those four shows. Yeah. But I don't know about their origins or not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess that's a possibility. Yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah, I mean, not having mutants really throws everything off for me. Yeah. So, well, we're about to get uh, Inhumans. We're gonna so. have Inhumans, but you know that it's not the same. I don't care how much they try to make it the same. It's not the same. <laughs> mm. So, I don't know. Um, I think it's definitely a possibility. I'm sure they'll try to tie it together into some big conspiracy. Yeah. That sounds probable. That definitely sounds like what Daredevil would do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would have, I mean, and, and Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones is, is obviously part of Alias Investigations. Right. Um, so I think, I think we're going to get them investigating these kind of behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh, conspiracies for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I like it. Uh, good idea, Nathaniel. All right. Have they said we're going to get Fing Fing Foom? Uh, no. Oh. Not yet, but, uh, but, I, but I don't know, maybe. Okay. Um, <laughs> Random question I didn't I don't know. know I don't know Fing Fang Foom, though. The, the dragon. The dragon? Mm-hmm. I don't know of him. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, well, uh, I guess that's all for our general feedback. I think it's time to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, Episode 3. Yeah. Um, Is uh, this where we do the spoilers? It's We're about to do the spoilers, but okay. first, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can find everything about us at mcucast.com. You can find us on facebook.com slash mcucast, at mcucast on Twitter, and if you want to just call and leave a voicemail, call 573-CAST-MCU. Um, we would love to hear your feedback on the voicemails. Um, so, yeah. And if uh, you're interested in a similar kind of podcast that's for right. DC, go check out DC On Screen. Uh, that's my show. Uh, you can find every episode at dconscreen.com or iTunes and Stitcher or a number of other podcatchers. That's right. So check out DC On Screen. Uh, we, uh, we, we, we really like the, uh, I listen to you guys every week. Thank you. 
Yeah. And He's now, our only listener. Now you're doing, no, I'm just what, kidding. five episodes a week? Uh, yeah, we, um, I think we just posted episode 42. So, uh, we started in May. They do, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, uh, they do everything DC that right. comes on on TV all or, the or DC, movies. All the DC Universe properties that are being brought to film and television. So, um, you know, we do a news episode because there's a lot of news. And mm-hmm. then we, we cover all the Batman vs. Superman stuff coming out of the Wonder Woman. And then we'll, we also do reviews for, um, for Gotham, The Flash, Arrow, um, and Legends of Tomorrow when it comes out in January. And Supergirl when it comes out later on this month is going to be added to that list as well. That's awesome. I, yeah, I've really been enjoying it. And, I, you know, like you said, it's hard to keep up with everything. It really is. Uh, especially when you're doing a podcast about it, the other universe. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I've, I've really, y'all have really helped me keep up with what's, what, keep my finger on the pulse of the DC yeah. on-screen properties. And, so. you know, uh, we did a lot of stuff in the summer, so we we had like a lot of retro reviews for uh, like Constantine because we didn't get to that. And yes. we kind of jumped back and did some like Batman the Animated Series and stuff. And like I that. just want to say about your cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here it comes, guys. I'm bracing myself. I heard some people say, (laughs) we had some of our listeners say that you guys sounded a little down on things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which you did about previous content of the DC Universe, because some of it was bad. (laughs) Yeah, and that that stays true. Like, there are, if you listen, there are definite episodes, like, there are things that we would love to see, and we want all of these shows to be good. We really do. But we're also honest, and if we don't care for what, what the direction is that we're going, or certain actors... We're not going to just like, we're not going to be a fanboy. Yeah, like you guys um, don't really like Gotham. Uh, we we go back and forth. See, it's really does. You difficult. guys fan out in a different way. Me and Jeff tend to fan out in a way of like, we just pretty much like what everything that comes out. Mm-hmm. You guys fan out in a how much you're excited about what's coming. Right. Uh, the, the, I think you guys tend to fan out a lot more on the future content that's coming, well, we, and that's really cool. We we also fan it's out like if you if. Like the last couple of episodes of um, Gotham, since you brought it up, like yeah, we loved two hundred two. Two hundred two was freaking amazing. Two hundred two was great. Two hundred three was pretty great too. Two hundred three was great until the last bit, and it just was it ruined that episode for me. Uh, it didn't for Jason. Yeah. Jason defends it. That, that's, that's something that happens a lot. Jason defends a thing. Um, we usually like if <laughs> a lot of times like he'll take the defense or I'll take the defense on certain things. Um, like I was bashing Man of Steel, and rightfully so. Go check out that three-hour podcast. Yeah, that was a good one. But um, <laughs> I don't I, think his I, argument's held up. I do not like Man of Steel, um, <laughs> um, and so I really enjoyed listening to that. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, we like there are things that he hates for no reason that I, you know, like he's been very against Michael Chiklis being on uh, on Gotham. He just he calls him Jolly McJowls the Third or something. He's like he just has like a chemical reaction. He hates Michael Chiklis, and I'm like, "What is wrong with you? He's great." <laughs> yeah, I, I and now that I've actually seen him on the show, two yeah. and four of Gotham, great, yeah. really, really yeah. good on the show. And I think even he like couldn't deny it. But we we could dig Gotham. into Gotham right now if we, we wanted could, to. But we should. I'm I'm into it. Um, <laughs> I've talked about Gotham like four times this week. <laughs> I'm good though. All right, well, that's why I'm doing a podcast. Let's go into Shield. Um, right. Let's, let's get into our. Uh, what we're here tonight to talk about, episode two, mm-hmm. episode three of season yeah, two. Yeah, three. A wanted inhuman. We're going to go to spoiler section in three, two, one. Spoilers are coming. We're going to have a good time. I don't know what the, I don't remember what we're uh, supposed to do there. <laughs> the, uh, 
that's where Jeff normally. Oh wait, no, I'm I'm Jeff this week though. Yeah, so you're you, Jeff this you week. You give me a three, two, one, and I'll yell a spoiler. I, All right. I never get to do this. Here we go. All right, three, two, one. Sky was on the show, but she's called Daisy. That's not a good spoiler. That's not a good spoiler. Um, Sky kissed Lincoln. That's a CW That's spoiler. A t- why would you um, go there? I don't know. Why? Why? Can I do it? Okay, three, two, one. Um, stuff. <laughs> Coulson gives up Lincoln. I feel like that's a really good. Oh, that yeah. was that was crazy. No, that's the no. that's the high point of this oh, episode. Oh no, for no, me. no, no! I got one. Three, two, one. She wants to go back to the weird planet. Yeah. Oh. Why does she want to go back to the weird planet? Why? You know why I think she wants to go Simmons, back to the Simmons, why? The only reason I can imagine she wants to go back. To protect someone else. Oh. Or a group of someone else's. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would... I, I considered that. But, we, you know... We, we know for a fact there were men leaving there to go from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. But here's the heartbreaking Whedon-esque plot point that's gonna, that's gonna matter. Okay. She wants to go back. As if Wheaton has anything to do with this. <laughs> well, his brother. His brother's the showrunner. Uh, he doesn't count. <laughs> um, and this episode had one of the most Wheaton-esque conversations. Uh, they took a page directly from Buffy with the whole Lincoln yeah, being did. being a... Am I a thing that deserves to exist? That's straight out of the yeah, Buffy. Yeah. Buffy and Angel. Um and her trying to convince him that he does, he belongs and he has... Yeah, uh, yeah I loved that all. Um, it was but pretty good. my immediate thoughts are, based on the way she was acting toward Fitz, mm-hmm. she fell in love. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I think she fell in love with someone on the other side. Mm. I think pe- there's, a, there's a, maybe a whole bunch of humans on that planet because we know humans have been traveling there for hundreds of years. Yeah. And I think uh, she's in love with someone on the other side. And so she's out to dinner with Fitz and knows that, like, she can't be with him because she's in love with someone over there, even mm. though he risked his life and his insanity and everything to save her. That would be terrible. Yeah. And Straight up Whedon. Now, I, like, <laughs> until that reveal at, that she wants to go back, I was sitting there going, well, that was anticlimactic. Like, I didn't, right. like... She was gone for an episode. Yeah, we we talked about this last week. There's no way that's all, that's the only repercussions for her leaving, right? Because and I she didn't gets figure back, it would be, but still. she gets back in episode two, and then just like, well, that was a crazy wacky adventure. Like, no, no, something either came back right. with her. She knows she learned something. Like mm-hmm. something is going to happen based on her being gone. Like, for there's this. something that happens. She's on, gone three months. Yeah, there's something that happens on serials though, like uh, on most TV shows where you. You know, a person goes off, gets lost or whatever, and then they they come back after, like, an episode. It's usually, like, a cliffhanger. They come back, and then, like, the only repercussion that we have is that they're a little tetchy. Yeah. Like, they've got some emotional issues to work through. And then by the mid-season, like, I just didn't want this to be, like, Fitz part two from season two. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I want them to be themselves again, at least to some degree. Right. Um, And not that I want them to... Not change. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I've enjoyed the amount that those two characters have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can we? Man. Can we? Can we just say that Fitz is a card carrying badass now? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. His, 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 he was brain injured, and then he came back three or four months later, and now he's just a completely yeah. put together badass. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was a badass before. Like uh, he, he got to be. A, he got to become a badass in season one. I feel like. 
Like when he started going yeah. on missions and stuff. Well, the first time we see him in Russia, we realize he's more than a lab geek. Right. That he has right. more. He has more scope to him. Right. He, more ability. You know, not nearly the badass he's become, but still. Yeah. Um, but Yippee. yeah, I'm going to be so pissed if she's in love with someone else. I'm, I just think it's going to happen. I, I, don't, I don't even know how I feel about it. I just heard that. And I, the way she was acting at the dinner and everything, I just was like, man, I think, I think she's in love with someone else. Mm, yeah. And if I'm right, she did a great job acting because it was totally just on her face. Yeah, I don't. But I may be, mm. I may be straight up wrong. I just think I think there's someone there that she has to go save. Maybe so, and it, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the cat that was in uh, that was like in that secret society. The uh, how did Peter Minickel put it? Um, <laughs> the God, the half-assed Satanism or something. I don't, right, I don't right, remember right. how he put it. But uh, By the way, um, I know you love Peter McNichol as much as I do. I do love Peter McNichol so I, much. And I was so sad he wasn't on this new episode. Oh, I know. I want him, I want him on every episode. I want him as part of the team. Yeah. I love Peter McNichol so much. And why can't... They're trying to put together this team of secret warriors. Get an Asgardian on that shit. Right? <laughs> like He's like, there's not an underground bunker at the Louvre. I'm going to have to go check now. <laughs> so good. It was like, so good. Can I just hug him? I don't yeah. <laughs> I really, really loved it. Loved him on on that episode. Yeah. Um, much better, much better used than he was in the previous season. Agreed. Season one. Agreed. All right. Well, let's dive into some feedback. Um, Michael Jackson uh, says on Facebook, second Agents Shield episode, pretty solid. Few thoughts. First, Fitzsimmons is the most interesting relationship on TV. Whether friends or more, great writing and portray- portrayals. Um, I I really like their I really like their characters. I like their characters. I don't think they're the most interesting couple on TV. Yeah, at all. Who is the most interesting couple on TV? Um, well, I, off the top of my head, I would say. Uh... Uh, what's his face and what's her face over on Brooklyn Nine Nine? Like, <laughs> what's Amy and Peralta Jake, and... Jake and Amy. Yeah, yeah, they're more interesting. Um, I, I don't Simmons. agree with that. I, I... Uh, but uh, they're, they're good. I like them. Is it like current TV or like all? Oh, I don't know. I think he means current TV, like current probably. TV? Uh, but that's a bold statement. It's the most interesting relationship on TV ever. Yeah, because like, uh, I'd probably go with like Jesse and Walt from Blake Breaking Bad. That's probably. Oh, I mean, we, we going with, I mean, they weren't really together. Though. Oh, I he just said relationship. I didn't, didn't oh, say. I thought he, he said like whether couple. friends or more. Blah blah. Oh. blah. Uh, okay. So so I just uh, talking about relationships. I okay. think they're really complex. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I I, I definitely <laughs> I definitely think they're they're interesting. They're and pretty interesting. Yeah. There's a there's a lot going on, and I like that it's not just cookie cutter. Well, it's 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 getting dangerously close to will they want they bullshit. Um, that's what it's getting close to. And it's been that way for Yes. It's been that way. See, I didn't think in season one it was that way at all. I thought season yeah. one was pretty, like, whatever. Well, they played it up like um, he was into Sky. And then season two, they were really heavily playing it up like she he, she was into Trip. Yeah. So, but there was still that, like, oh, well, we're friends, but the boo-boo, and she makes me sandwiches. And Yeah. Uh, it, well, they, they, they definitely have a... They love each other. Yeah. yeah. Regardless of whether it's romantic. And so that's the thing. Like he wants it to be romantic, mm-hmm. and it's more just at this at this point. I think it's just unrequited love, which is yeah. more interesting to me than will they, won't they? It's always it's always looked like sort of an. It, I've always felt like if they got together, it would be sort of an incestuous feeling relationship. Interesting. Like, I can see that. 
I don't know. I can see that. I, but I, I've always just thought the mission was more important to both of them, really. Yeah. Well, more important to mo- her. Uh, to him, I think she might be the most important thing to him. Um, yeah. So, and I think that could cause problems. I mean, she did. She did bail when he got hurt. Yeah. And he get pretty much gave up everything to well, find and, her. Well, and she went on a really intense mission. Yeah, like, and, yeah. and he and he didn't care what he was helping with. He left Bobby to do all his work while he's yeah. off gallivanting trying to save her. So yeah, I think there's definitely oh, a oh Bobby and Hunter way more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even like Bobby. I like Bobby and Hunter a lot. I definitely like Hunter a lot. Um, I love Hunter. Bobby oh, I, just uh, never. I never understood. <laughs> All right, well, he, Michael Jackson goes on to say, Second, felt like the monolith went away too fast. Maybe mm. just a device to build Fitzsimmons or to bring in humans up to Professor Randolph. Nice reference to a much older time or maybe the royal family by him. Just felt like the monolith was an awesome thing that is now not a thing. We, we talked about this a lot last week, uh, but yes, I... If that was the only repercussions, then yeah, mm-hmm. that was too fast. But yeah. what we saw tonight Fitz, or Simmons is is studying that monolith. She right. she wants to know what's up with that monolith. Yeah, she wants to bring it back. Yeah, so. she wants the portal back. And so. honestly, I'm a little tired of the monolith. Huh. But like, I just you know I'm I'm kind of burnt out on the here are objects that we don't know the meaning of. Here is writing that people are making that we don't know the meaning of. Hmm. I don't... Uh... I, I just feel like it's more object-driven than character-driven a lot of times on this show. Hmm. And I feel like that's one... It's all about, like, let's find out what this means. And I'm like, I don't care what that means. Let's get to the root of these characters. And they kind of have gotten there along the way, but I think that's one of their problems. That's a good point. I, I won't... I want to... I think, I think that's, that's a valid point when you're talking about why this show isn't as good as Daredevil. Right. That's a good he's point. not trying to figure out what, the secret behind a pen he's using to sign some legal documents. When you have a character like Wilson Fisk mm-hmm. on Daredevil, that's who he's trying to figure out. He's trying to unravel right. a character. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there will be things like that on Daredevil because we're going to go into the mystical realm and everything. And there's going right. to be all kinds of stuff like that to deal with. But still, in, at least in season one, it was about the character of Fisk and who mm-hmm. is he and what, what do we have to do to bring this character down. And I think there's enough of that on S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, with the ATCU is interesting mm-hmm. character stuff. We've got uh, Ward is very interesting character See, stuff. See, after, okay, the, with the ATCU, after the separate faction of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't give a shit about the ACT. Well, I just don't. I think, And even, like, Coulson talked about it exactly. yesterday, he, or last episode, where he was just like, I'm tired of fighting these people. I had to fight these guys. I had to fight a faction of another faction of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I had to fight the ATCU. Oh, God, no. I'm, I'm not doing I'm, this anymore. I'm right there with you, and I think they called that out tonight. Yeah, that was uh, I think a if big, gone, shining lantern that they hung, Yeah, and I was happy for that. But. I think if they'd gone a whole other season with the ATCU just being another, like he said, Talbot or S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. or whatever, a, a second S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, that would have been no good. But what they did is he called it out. It was like, no, we got to fight the real fight. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole different interesting character thing because we've got now he's fighting the real fight, but what kind of compromises is he going to have to make to work with this other team? So he's, yeah. he's taking a different method, different, different tact. Yeah. Um, Colson, you know, Colson is one of those characters that like, I keep wanting to like him more and more and in ways I do. And then in other ways, I just keep going. They keep telling him he's changed, but I kind of, I kind of keep not seeing it. <laughs> hmm. 
I mean, I don't feel like he's changed all that much. Yeah, I, I don't think either. he's become a little hardened, a little more hardened than he used to be. Yeah, but you can see what I'm saying. Like they, they constantly say that he's changing on the show. Yeah, well, and he's not. Well, I mean, we, he cut off a hand. It's, it's hard to it's hard to say that because in season one, it was all he was all uh, you know secret writings and. Mm-hmm. Going into trances and stuff, and so, so he's, yeah, yeah, he's definitely changed. Yeah, over regard. the course of the show, but he wasn't really like he was doing that because of alien stuff. It yeah. wasn't like real character change. No, I agree. Um, I think there's been there's been some change in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he was willing to give up Lincoln is a yeah. huge deal. Yeah, that's a huge character change. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, not really because it was for Lincoln Scott. or Sky. Yeah, and, and, and maybe he would have made that call previously, but yeah, he totally would have made that call previously. I don't know. Last season, His whole he... paternal relationship with Sky is just kind of sickening and honestly kind of ridiculous at times, just how far he'll push like the team into danger for her. Last, well, yeah. Last season, he allowed Simmons to be revealed inside of uh, Hydra mm-hmm. because he knew that, you know, even though Raina was going to was gonna do that, you know. He he wouldn't give Raina what she wanted. Yeah. Um, so I think there's been times when he's been a little more bold and protective of his of, mm-hmm. of people, um, even at the cost. Because he just he seemed to have a better plan last season. Uh, last mm-hmm. season and season one, he always has a plan for everything coming at him. Mm-hmm. This season with the ATCU and the Inhumans, he seems to be getting a little more over his head. Yeah. Can um, I just say I miss Patton Oswalt? Absolutely, you can. Okay, I missed. Right. Well, I don't think he's gone. I think he'll be around. <laughs> uh, he's on another show right now. Oh, is he? Yes. Okay, we'll wait so, for it to be canceled. Right, exactly. We'll, um, we'll get more Pat. I think it's we'll... actually what show is it? I don't know. It's some show where he's doing the final season of a show. Oh. Uh, they're, they're, they they revitalize the show he was already on, and he's going to do the final season okay. of the show. So he'll be back. Okay, I have no doubt he'll be back. Um, we're, we're we're talking a lot about this one uh, feedback, but uh, Michael Jackson says third. Mm-hmm. And referencing a monolith point from last week's podcast, it was not moving when Fitz was going crazy, but started moving when Daisy, the rest of the group, came in. So Fitz not inhuman? Question mark. Simmons maybe? Simmons maybe? Question mark. Anybody else? The group? Question mark. Um, yeah, we talked a lot about this. That's not even guarantee that that's the case. Right. Uh, let's just say that was speculation we had last week that the monolith moves when Inhumans were present. Right. Um, yeah, I, I heard that one. I think, I think that <laughs> it's very possible that Day's, uh, that uh, Simmons is an Inhuman. Um, yeah, I think it's possible, but um, they also said they tested against like you know differences in the tide and all this other crap, and then. Um, Peter uh, McNichol was like, oh, you tested against, you know, you know stuff Earth, Earth stuff. Earth stuff, yeah. You, so you really have no idea because this thing opens on the other side of the galaxy. So yeah. you have no clue. We also, it's a portal. It could be related to what's on the other side of it activating it. Right. It could be, and we saw it was the vibrations, because Quake could open it with her vibration powers. Mm-hmm. So could be, it could be anything. We yeah. just we just have no idea. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see. They may never. Ad- I think they will address that again, mm-hmm. uh, especially if it's an inhuman issue. Uh, but uh, they may never tell us if it's an inhuman issue. I think it would be interesting if Simmons ends up being inhuman, though. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't have an. I don't have an opinion on it. I guess I don't care. The reason way. I think it'd be interesting is because she is very fearful of powered people. Mm-hmm. 
That would be interesting. And so she, if it, she, we were talking about it last season, that she, it, it seemed real obvious that she was going to be on one side of Civil War and Fitz mm-hmm. was going to be on the other. But what if she had powers and she had to deal with the fact that she's f- self-loathing, you know? Yeah. Or at least self She's been so fearful and now she is the thing she fears. Mm-hmm. That, I think that could be interesting character. Yeah, that could be cool. Um, it says, and fourth, and unrelated to the MCU, but Secret Wars 6 is finally being published after weeks of delay. On that note, on that note, if MCU ever did finally get X-Men or Fantastic Four rights, could Secret Wars type film series be a good way to merge the universes? I think yes, is what he said. Um, sure. I, I I'm not real. <laughs> I know they did this whole battle realm thing. Like I know mm-hmm. a little bit about the Secret Wars. Um, I don't, I'm not up to date on them though, so I'm not totally certain, but some sort of multiverse plot could definitely be used. Here's the thing with Fantastic Four. I, I think the best way, and I know that they're not again doing this sort of thing. So, woo. If they ever get Fantastic Four rights back, which is probably, like, it's more probable than X-Men at this point, I would yo, say. Yo, yo, yeah. Like, way more probable. I honestly think they're going to get Fantastic Four rights back. Yeah, yeah. So they should set it in the 60s, where the original comic came from, and like have him maybe bring in Ant-Man as a little cameo. <laughs> little cameo. Oh, that would be great. Or, yeah, bring in like Hank Pym, and, um, yeah, do like do all the funky adventures that Fantastic Four was best known for back in the day. Like That yeah. was like the, the apex of their popularity. I feel like the only issue with that, possi- that as a possibility is, if I'm not mistaken, Fantastic Four have always been like a public... Yeah. Set of superheroes, right? Yeah. Um, and it seems like in this universe, our Avengers are the first. Mm. So, yeah. And it's the same. It's the same problem with X Men. Yeah. Um, so X Men, I would love for them to combine the universe with X Men because I'd love to see mutants back in the in the MCU. I think MCU would treat them better. Mm-hmm. Um, not that the mm-hmm. last few movies have done have been pretty good, but they're okay. just huge problems. Yeah. With almost every one of them. Um, mm-hmm. They're and, not going away at Fox, though. Yeah, not for a while. Not for a while. Unless, I think our shining thing to see if it could do better is if Spider-Man makes $2 billion. Mm. Like, for Sony. Because that's going to be a Sony-produced movie. Mm-hmm. And if Spider-Man makes $2 billion because now it ha- it can have Tony Stark and yeah. uh, Ca- and Captain America in it... Mm-hmm. That could that could mean if it makes yeah if it gets big enough, I think we might actually see something from Fox saying, "Can we be a part of this, please?" Yeah, and damn it, that would be amazing. But yeah, Secret Wars would be a good call. It yeah, would Secret be a good Wars call. or any any sort of multiverse combination. When well, they did yeah. Days of Future Past, I actually said, uh, "This is how they could rewrite." This it. is how they could yeah. they could have rewritten yeah. it, except for the Quicksilver thing. What do you mean? Quicksilver being in the 70s. Right. Quicksilver being in both universes um, as separate separate people. Right. They could just say that they're two different characters. Yeah. That's happened before. There's two human torches. There's two whatever. But one of them was an android in the 40s. I know. My point is, that's exactly my point. You could say one was like this, whatever, this American kid who like snarky blah, blah, blah. Who was still named Pietro Maximoff? Uh, You know, maybe. Eh, No. No. You could have done something. No, Matt. But Marvel did recently do this thing where they uh, this whole comic book line where they had like multiverses fighting. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. Secret Wars, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, it was like a precursor to the Secret Wars. Oh yeah, another Secret Wars. Secret Wars has been going on for forever. Like back in the seventies, they had the Beyonder running around doing Secret Wars with everybody. So okay, 
Yeah, that's been a whole thing. Cool. Well, I uh, I would love for them to bring them in, but at this point, they're going to be 15 years in. Yeah. To our universe mm-hmm. before before like around the end of phase three, mm-hmm. um, and I and I, I just don't know if I don't know if they're going to need X Men. And I don't know if it's going to be worth whatever Fox would want for X-Men. X-Men needs a couple failures. If Apocalypse is really bad and a couple others are really bad, then I think we might, uh, well, we think, might well, see. Oh, Apocalypse is going to be terrible. Well, it I don't lo- know. Apocalypse looks terrible. He looks like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers, man. I totally agree that that picture that came out looks awful. He looks awful. No, I mean, in the trailer, he looks awful. Is there a trailer for Apocalypse? Yes. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, it came out... Um, I think it was actually um, someone shooting it at the Comic-Con, at uh, San Diego okay. Comic-Con earlier this year, SDCC. Interesting. I didn't know anything um, about that. I'll yeah, it was the same one that uh, the Deadpool trailer came out on, but they didn't actually, I don't know that they ever released it, but yeah, he looks awful. All right. I love James McAvoy, as, uh, and, and God, I love Michael Fassbender. But yeah, they're, they're great. God, it looks bad. They're great. And, <laughs> and the last two movies have been great, which is why, what gives me hope for Apocalypse. Which two movies? Which last two movies? First, uh, first class. Okay. And uh, Days of Future Past. Okay, because the last two movies were really Days of Future Past and The Wolverine. Well, and those the Wolverine are was not great. The Wolverine movies. They're te- not. I was talking about the last two X Men movies. Professor X and Magneto were in were in the movie. I considered an X Men. Were we in with the Wolverine? Yeah. Which versions of Professor X and the old versions? Okay. It was Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. I still haven't seen the Wolverine. I think that's the okay. only one of that whole canon I haven't seen. Yeah, I mean they're in the stinger, but it's, it's a bad movie. I mean, like the first half of it's pretty good, and then the last half of it sucks. Yeah, I've heard nothing but bad things about that movie, and it, it's it's sad because Wolverine's their flagship character over there, and they're just mm-hmm. not handling him well. Apparently, they're not handling a lot of things well, and I mean they're about about to try to do this gambit bullshit and like Deadpool is the only thing I'm excited about the only thing Deadpool looks amazing Deadpool looks amazing yeah. actually he's he's the connective tissue like, now, he could bring in Chris Evans as Captain will... America and be like oh we can't use this guy <laughs> and push him off the screen yeah he could he could <laughs> um, I, he'd be like I wish I could call the Avengers oh wait sorry wrong universe shit X-Men <laughs> Bring- yeah that breaking fourth wall son of a bitch. I love him. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got a little more feedback here from Brian Bilsma, who mentioned yeah. some stuff earlier tonight. Um, season three, episode two, two was great. I didn't think I could be more emotionally attached to Fitz and Simmons, but Marvel did it. When I was looking at a pile of exploded monolith, I genuinely thought we had just lost both of them for good. Also, thoughts on the monolith. Many people had theories that it only changed in the presence of inhumans. Uh, but if I recall correctly, it was it changed when it was just Coulson, Bobby, Mac, and Randolph. Mm-hmm. Maybe the change can also happen with Asgardians. Doesn't matter anymore. Monolith is gone, at least for now. Next. Strucker's son kind of came out of nowhere. Wasn't expecting that. I'm a little confused on what Ward is doing with Hydra. Uh, what's his plan for this? It doesn't seem like he wants to lead Hydra. I think he has a bigger play. What do you guys think? I think some men just want to watch the world burn. 
I, I think that's <laughs> that's pretty true. Um, I, we, we've talked a lot about the monolith, but yeah, this, this Hydra stuff. Um, I thought Strucker's son was just a cool little, cool little nod to the canon. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. We'll see where where he. I mean, he's obviously infiltrating uh, May's husband's class. So that's. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I don't think we've seen the last of him. Oh yeah, that was crazy that she that he left her. By the way. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. that was real sad. Yeah. May kicking all those guys' asses tonight, and then being like, "You don't want to tell anyone a small Asian woman beat you up, do you?" And like, it was so great. Yeah. It was so so great. It was so great. Um, I, dude, I loved that Hunter got so beaten up and bloodied, and I love that he killed the oh, dude. I know. Oh, that was man. that was that fight was as dark as anything on there. We were having a laugh. You were having a laugh. I wasn't laughing. Oh, that was oh, so good. Oh, oh, oh. Now, I think it's interesting that we were, getting, <laughs> we're doing Fight Club Hydra. Yeah, um, Fight Club Hydra. I think that's what I'm going to ad- adopt now. Yeah. You, you mentioned that earlier, and I yeah. like it. And that's the only part of Hydra that I'm interested in. I'm so tired of Hydra. Well, I'm tired of old Hydra. Like I'm... But we know that Hydra's still around because they were in Ant-Man. And the, he was like, "Oh, Hydra!" And they're like, "We're not the same as we were." And he's like, "Yeah, uh huh." Well, we know that. So there's, there, there's definitely. I mean, there's lots of heads of Hydra. They're, they're all around. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, there's probably stuff going on. Uh. But apparently, he's building Fight Club Hydra. So his own. <laughs> I think. I think with the kind of force he's building, yeah. he could end up taking taking on all of Hydra, like take becoming Hydra, because. The reason Hydra is strong is because they've got all these young, impressionable mm-hmm. minds being controlled by these older, kind of yeah. armchair general types. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it looks like Ward's trying to build a force of actual fighters. Yeah, and what's what's fun about Ward is he started out the least interesting character on the show. Yeah. And now I feel like he's the most interesting character. Yep, I agree. Um, they went the right way with him. They really did. And just making him so disinteresting at first really just blew my mind when he turned out to be a bad guy. Yeah. So, like, the worse he gets, the better it is for me. And well, he was kind of just this goody-two-shoes, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, and that's yeah. because he was pretending to be a goody-two-shoes, blah, blah, blah. You I know? know. It's uh, so great. It's really, really, really well done. Yeah, I'm interested to see what he's going to do. What? Uh, do you, Jeff has a theory about him being Taskmaster from the comic oh, books. okay. Which, given this, he had that theory in season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I think it may be something that was kicked around online some. But okay. now that you have him... Actually, uh, you know the character of Taskmaster. Uh, yeah, he, vague, he, he vague is remembrance. A, he is a character that it's really it's a really funny concept. Actually, he is the character that makes henchmen, mm-hmm. and you can hire henchmen through Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. He like sells henchmen to the the, the other villains. Like he yeah. trains. He's like a basically a training school for right. for right. henchmen. Which seems like so what he's doing right now. It does. Um, so I, I never really thought that had that theory had much credence, but like mm-hmm. now that I see him doing this, I'm like maybe he is. Yeah, Taskmaster for me in the comics, like I don't remember what his actual name was or anything or like a huge amount of stuff. I do I remember don't him though, but I don't think I'd ever read about him until I saw him in. That um, would be such an obscure thing to make war, right? <laughs> well, and they wouldn't even have to call it out. They yeah, just have to like yeah. kind of make him that character. It could be right. some sort of MCU that sort of thing, right? right. Um, but uh, yeah, I I, I I think he is going for being the head of Hydra. I think he's. Yeah. I think he. I think what he said at the end of last season is exactly right. He said, "I just miss being part of a team." Mm-hmm. Um, I think he really did miss being part of a team 
Yeah. And he's back as a part of the team that he's created. I just, you know, I really hope he doesn't go looking to kidnap Sky again. And by the way, it's so dumb that she demands to be called Daisy. Oh, yeah? You don't like it? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I guess I don't really care. I mean, like, if I walked in and you were like, hey, Dave, and I'm like, I'm not Dave anymore. I'm Jackson. Well, it's if, Which, you know. If you'd met your father. Uh-huh. Who you'd never known. And then Who's found a out, crazy psychopathic bastard? No, he was a <laughs> tragic hero who had been his mind had been warped <laughs> by his wife for all those years, and then he finally, in his dying act, was it, overcame her. Okay, a man whose mind has been warped by his wife—that's just any married dude. Yeah, that's just a married man. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> that's not an excuse. Try better when Mister Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> Come um, on. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I totally, I totally hear you. It's funny. <laughs> uh, but no, like he, he'd been manipulated by her for 50, whatever. Right. 30 right, years. Right. Um, and he finally like four Daisy comes out of it mm-hmm. and like saves all of them and stops the inhumans. Yeah. Um, and I can kind of see her being like, that's my heritage. He's my father. That's what he called me. I want that to be my name now. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's as silly as her just be changing her name. Um, but And she hasn't been, like, mad at anyone who's called her Sky. Mm-hmm. She's just trying, you know, to yeah, go by I'm Sky. Just, I'm just waiting until they all get used to calling her Daisy, and she's like, it's Quake now. Like, right. Oh, damn it. Call me Quake. Damn it. Come on. Make up your mind, woman. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Robert T. Frost uh, says, Steampunk Shield. Coulson is in Steampunk would be an awesome cosplay costume. Yeah, like a Steampunk hand. Okay. Sure. I don't get the Steampunk thing. Yeah. It looks cool, aesthetically, but I don't I don't get it. I think it. that's all it is. It's like, oh, it's set in it the 1800s, cool. but everyone's flying around with steam jetpacks. I think, like, okay. I think the only, all you have to know is that it's aesthetically pleasing. Like, that's that's what it is. <laughs> like, there's not, okay. any, there's no, I mean, there's not, I mean, there's fic- some fiction that's steampunk fiction, yeah, but most of it's just, like, cosplay people being like, hey, look, we're like this alternate universe version of this thing, and it's a, okay. it's a, it's a good way to mash things up. It's all like right. steampunk anything. And then it gets so it goes cyberpunk and, and all that stuff, yeah. and I've, I just get confused. Jeff's, uh, Jeff's <laughs> part of a cosplay group called the Steampunk Avengers. I know. It's pretty awesome. I've seen the pictures. They're pretty great. He's steampunk. Because I was before. trying to figure out if I've actually met Jeff, or I was a long time ago, trying to figure out if I'd met Jeff. You were talking about him. And yeah. And I was like, oh, yes, all of his, like, steampunk Thor. Yeah, I awesome. think I, I think I did meet, meet him a few times before you guys started doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, we uh, he worked at a. There's a dog over here, and I'm really I'm trying hard not to pet it. You can pet the dog. She doesn't look okay with it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be polite. You gotta invite her into the petting. Right. You come ninety percent. She comes ten. That's the She's rule. like my eyes are up here. <laughs> My eyes are up here. I loved that bit on Shield. Sorry, when he's looking at the chick's oh, car, yeah, that was and she's great. like, "My eyes are up here." Do you think that was another flying car? I hope so. It looked exactly like Lola. I mean, I'm not a car guy. It didn't look like it did not look like, exactly like, like Lola. Lola. It just looked like an old car, and it didn't look exactly like Lola. No. Okay, I'm like I said, not a car guy. It looked like Lola to me. It it did not, but <laughs> I, I think it was black. And oh Lola's no, I know it was black. But, but I don't think it was even the same make. 
Okay, see, that's what I meant. It was just an old car. I mean, it looked like a black version of Lola. I mean, it might be. I don't. I'm not a car guy either. I'm just yeah, okay. going on memory. So you're know. just saying it wasn't red. Is all you? Well, no. It does, you were so definitive. No, you're like, it doesn't, no, it didn't no, look like it, Lola. It doesn't look it like the black. same. It doesn't look like the same body. I, I am sort of like uh, an art and design guy. You so, are, you are, yeah. Yeah, like I couldn't tell you what, I couldn't tell what the hell either of them are. No. Like I don't know the, the real make or anything. I'm just saying it didn't, didn't look like the same like shape. Gotcha. It just looked old. I thought it did, but I'm not good. Not, like I said, not a car guy or a yeah. design guy. So, or a memory <clears throat> guy. I think I have prosopagnosia. Ooh, that sounds interesting. It's face blindness. Nice. It's like where you can't remember faces. That's cool, man. I think I because I, I, after reading the description of pro, what exactly that means to mm-hmm. have it, I, I felt very much like a lot of those things applied to me. Were you an uh, an immoral person? You could really get away with some shit. <laughs> like I thought it was you, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah. I always forget what your face looks like. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have. What was it? Prosopagnosia. That sounds like a real thing. I know it is. It is really. Like, I, I, I'm totally going to use it to get out of like not remembering people's names and shit. It's going to be great. Right. I'm so sorry. I have prosopagnosia. Can you can can you remind me who you are? Thank you. <laughs> it's it's a condition. Oh, That's good. It's great. That's good. Um, okay. Last piece of feedback here. Brian Bilsma again. Uh, I think this is the third one tonight. Um, Brian Bilsma says, season three, episode three, that's tonight's episode, or mm-hmm. uh, this week's episode, kind of meh episode, definitely setting up some bigger plot lines this season. Mm-hmm. Now, with Coulson working with ATCU, I can totally see him taking it over eventually and turning it into S.W.O.R.D. Um, it's looking more and more plausible. What's with Simmons and her sudden Daredevil-esque hearing ability... And why does she want to go back through the portal? Did she somehow go through Terra Genesis and is freaking out, wanting to find a way to reverse it? Or maybe I'm just thinking too hard about it. Maybe it's just PTSD and being on another planet. I think that's all it is. Yeah, I mean, the they her, said, her reaction to the atmosphere, they, they pretty, um, pretty adeptly explained that she... Her her body had adapted to the atmosphere of that other world, and now yeah. she's trying to adapt to, you know, uh, what was it? More gravity or less gravity? I think it was more gravity. They more, just said okay. Earth's gravity. Yeah, yeah Earth's gravity. So, so. Uh, we don't um, really know. And she has like respiratory problems and like an uh, inner ear problem. Which, if you have any inner ear problem or have ever had an inner ear problem, you know, it just messes you up on equilibrium and yeah, it, it really messes. And they, you they made a big point of distractions. Yeah. But that planet looked pretty inhospitable and pretty like like a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's like the the all the technology and stuff she's just not right. used to. Well, if you're just, we just don't know what she went through. Yeah, we, we no don't idea. know what she went through. If she she said that she's used to more quiet and stuff, so less distractions. So if she's like in a quiet place most of the time, and then you step for like months, and then you step back into a lab, and like when if you're used to any little sound meaning there's a predator coming upon right. you or you're being hunted right, right, right. you're going to flip out and uh, she could have just spent uh, spent a few months in a Winifred Burkle cave <laughs> um, there's a character on Angel that goes through a similar situation and right. spends a few years in a weird cave mm-hmm. uh, poor fred poor fred poor fred it's um, like there's a hole in the world. So I think that's 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 all fine. Uh, I, I think that's a, a, the ATCU thing. What do you think about that becoming sword? Do you think they're going to go there? 
in the in the MCU. Maybe not even on Agents of Shield, but in the MCU, are we going to see Sword? Honestly, I think um, they will. They will probably wind up integrating it into Shield so that we actually have because they seem to have a really big operation. Um, that's the way you get Shield back up to his former, at least partially to his former. Uh, prestige or whatever. Yeah, with, it's just hard. The S.H.I.E.L.D. name has been drugged through the mud so much yeah, that it's well, hard for them to... I could see them having to be possibly ha- being forced to rebrand themselves to come back into the mm-hmm. light because politically the government can't mm-hmm. support S.H.I.E.L.D. now. Well, if the government creates their own S.H.I.E.L.D. and they say, oh, this is going to be S.H.I.E.L.D., a new version of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, it might be S.W.O.R.D. It might be. I mean, it certainly well, the whole thing fits sword. a series of criteria. Yeah. That... Well, the whole thing with sword is that it's interplanetary. Like yeah. That's that's what that's the big difference. Mm-hmm. And so the ATCU is all about an alien threat, mm-hmm. and so you could easily see them morphing into sword. Mm-hmm. I did like your your idea that Hammer might become involved with Norman Osborn. Oh my head, gosh, I'm so excited about that. Yeah, I don't know that that's that's probably not true, but it wasn't until we were on the cast that I realized, oh my gosh, yeah. they could have Hammer. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Um, okay. Also, something is bothering me that I'm sure will get explained this season. That I'm not sure will get explained this season. Mm-hmm. Where did Lash come from? If he is this inhuman that is killing off these new inhumans who don't deserve it because they don't go through the through the process the way he did, would this mean he didn't come from the great fish oil outbreak? Of 2015, so where did he come from? Ideas? He was one of the original Inhumans who, I mean, he was not original, original, but he was, um, he was put through the training, the same training yeah. that the, the proper Inhumans were. Yeah, I think, and, I think he probably came from the same place, uh, that Zha Ying, I think he probably came from Zha Ying's mm-hmm. group, but maybe not. Maybe he's from a, a different group of Inhumans. Right, we he just, might be from a different sect or we something. We just don't know enough about Inhumans to know well, like how many sects there are. If uh, that uh, sanctuary that they were in yeah. last season was the only one of those sanctuaries, we just yeah. don't. We just don't know. But we, I mean, if it's based in the comics, then he he's an Inhuman who thinks that other Inhumans are are improper and yeah. not a. They're they're you know a, a mark upon the land in the name of inhuman like they're not worthy. Yeah, and he's trying to blot them out. Yeah, so, so I mean, yeah. it don't matter. He's evil. Got to take him down. Yeah, he's <laughs> just uh, so. So I don't I don't think there's a big flaw there. I think that's that's where he's Bethany from. keeps calling him Sonic. <laughs> uh, that's kind of I think that was mentioned last year for Rain as well. When I saw him in the uh, I think they did that on purpose. He was in the trailer. The oh, first the yeah. first week, and I just thought it looked like Raina. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. It didn't occur to me because I was very happy that she was gone, and I didn't want to believe that she no, was back. No, I, I, tu- I ended up liking Raina a lot. I liked her a lot until like she got really deep into like the inhuman stuff, and then when she was just like lying and stuff, I was just like, eh, okay. Was she lying? Uh, I don't know. That's that's what was so interesting. That that did, that's some... why it was interesting to me. I was like, oh. I, I can't trust the character. I don't like the character anymore. That like... had a serious. She was using her her ability for her own good, mm-hmm. but everything she ever said was true, and that's yeah. what was so. It was like she's not lying. She's just being terrible about it. <laughs> yeah, she still she wanted control of the right. humans. 
She wanted to be the new Zha Ying, I think. And yeah. Zha Ying showed her. Yeah. So, uh, that's all the feedback we have. Yeah. Um, anything we missed out talking about tonight, about, about this episode? Let me see. I wrote down notes. That's um, good. Very professional. I know. I do that. I do that. <laughs> oh, dude, I hated that John turned on Lincoln. Oh. Yeah, he's like AA guy. He's like sponsor. Yes. I hated that. That was tragic. That was terrible. And I'm oh. glad he's dead. Oh, gosh. I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Where are you going? To the beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that whole Lincoln in this episode, I, I think, was the... Was the primary focus? There's so, they have so much going on this this season of Shield. These very the ATCU plot, the the Hunter hunting plot, uh, the, the 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 Fitzsimmons thing, um, and Lincoln. The Lincoln Sky plot is just uh, it's very 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 interesting to me. And this episode it was the focus, I think, and that that turning point when everyone's turning on Lincoln. I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you said, John, his sponsor turns on yeah. him. Then Coulson turns him in. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, it, that's terrible. And um, God, um, well, okay. First, I want to, I want to do, I do want to say, not that there's much to it, but I love that they actually put subtitles to Hunter and his buddy drinking in the pub. Oh yeah, me too. I really love that. Um, it's really funny. What was the other thing I, wrote? I was going to bring up? Oh yeah, that the um, is it ATCU? Is that right? Yep. When they, they, like, made it public that he was, you know, mm-hmm. oh, man, that's so, like, that's totally gearing up just a civil war even more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Like, and I'm I'm really excited about all of that. Um, it's like know. we had this, they had they had this Chitauri invasion, mm-hmm. and ever since they've been fearful of aliens. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they had the, the London attacks mm-hmm. in Thor, in Thor the Dark World. And then uh, Sokova. Is that right? Is that Sokovia? Sokovia. Okay. Uh, but that wasn't. That was not aliens. No. Um, it was a robot. Yeah. Um, Alien robot. Same thing to everybody. They don't know. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like it's all like geared into superpowered people and what sure. they're creating and what they're doing. That's. I agree. So what? I agree that's what with I'm talking you. About. I just think that. Uh, I hit the cord. Sorry. This 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 particular organization is that is an the ATCU is the alien threat containment right. unit or something like that. Right. Um, I, yeah, I was just talking specifically about like them putting it out in the public. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's a huge that's moment. One more thing that superpowered creatures are doing that's like screwing everybody over. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think that that's awesome, and they're just ramping up, man. Civil mm-hmm. war, civil war mm-hmm. is coming, coming fast. Mm-hmm. Now that that actually might be the other problem I have with Shield in general is that they seem to always just kind of be ramping up for whatever movies coming up. Whereas like Daredevil can tell us some story, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like I agree. I feel like they kind of some degree lean a little heavily on into that. Into I agree. Shield for that. I agree to some degree, but I don't mind it. I mean, that's what this show's about. Mm-hmm. They said when they wanted to make this show that this show is about the people, the ground level yeah. people being stepped on by these huge stories, mm-hmm. you know, by these gods yeah. fighting, and they're just the small people trying to deal with the fallout. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about the new show Damage Control that they're talking about? Yeah, I did. And ordered a, it sounded a lot like uh, DC's Powerless that they're talking about doing. Yes, and I, I, it does, but Damage Control is actually a comic book. I know. Whereas Powerless is them trying to take the idea from pa- the office, Damage yeah. Control. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, so I, I I think that's that sounds fun. Sounds fun. Uh, but yeah, all right, man. Well, uh, thank you so much for being here tonight, Dave. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was awesome. You guys need to go check out the DC On Screen podcast. Yep, dconscreen.com. Uh, listen to that shit. It's great. <laughs> Thanks um, for calling my podcast shit, man. It meant, you know, in the way that... You hateful bastard. Cool, cool people. <laughs> the cool people use that term. Yeah, do um, they? I don't know. I don't know what cool people do. Um, <laughs> We're talking about comic books. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what cool people do? Who knows? They talk about footballs and pigskins and things. Pigskins? Like the ones you buy at the gas station? Those pig, are rinds. Those pig cracklins? Mm. Pork cracklins? Stop, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, <clears throat> we're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. We've had a great time uh, talking with you. Thanks again to David T. Robertson from the on- DC On Screen Podcast. We will talk to you next week. Until then, keep some DC on... Oh, wait, never mind. Oh, wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. <laughs>